Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Chong Lee. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. You are next. That's the one I was hoping you would do. It's <laughs> my favorite. Cue the theme song. <laughs> In 1988, we had a foreign-ish film come to us with a new actor hot off the press. Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Who doesn't know this movie? I'm so pumped we're doing this movie because this, a long time ago, I would have said was like my favorite movie. Oh, Absolutely. How, how many times have you and I watched this movie together? Never mind how many times you've seen it. Just me and you together, how many times have we watched this? Yeah. Yeah. It's off off the chain, man. <laughs> off the chain. Tons of digestion of this. Uh, and I think even at some point I realized there's a cheesiness in this movie. Uh, and uh, it just never ruined the fun of kind of watching this um, so it was really interesting experience to go back and revisit it now as I seem to be more and more jaded. So who has the first thoughts on this masterpiece of martial arts? <laughs> well, I'll say as fond as I am about this movie, it did occur to me upon this watch uh, that the fighting is not good. Yeah, I, back in the day, I used to remember like this having good fighting, and I, I wouldn't have known technique back then. But certainly enough, when I was young, this was like it, it looked like it was solid, and people looked like they were getting hurt and punched in the face. Um, and you know, now in today's world, with all the full contact mixed martial arts stuff that you could ever see, uh, a lot of which in the first UFC. Um, showed why you need things like weight classes and because <laughs> you can't just have these giant people fighting. I mean, the the Gracie that, that went to the finals and ended up winning that one proved that any size person can get another size person and that, you know, all things equal at the time, Brazilian jiu-jitsu was going to take some guys down. Anyway, this movie at least I thought was quite amusing for how it's trying to throw together different styles, though... I'm not sure about the the tree coconut slapping guy actually legit standing a chance in this tournament. The little monkey boy? <laughs> sure. Yeah, the guy hopping around like a monkey and yeah, that that like some of those fighting styles were semi questionable. Some of the other people in the tournament too like definitely look like they shouldn't be there. Yeah, like that is monkey style or something, right? That's what it's called. I I suppose um, what no what better name for it? I yeah, I, I, like I think I remember that. There's like a drunken monkey style and there's a whole bunch of styles that are similar to that. But I think when you watch this, I think because of UFC and because I was a fan of UFC for like a long time, um, not that I don't like it, but I just don't really pay attention anymore uh, to UFC, that this movie just comes off as like super, super cheesy. Like people are doing like spin kicks in the fucking three spin kicks in a row, four spin kicks in a row. I was row. like, just block. Like, type of shit that, like, I've watched so much mixed martial arts, I've never seen someone do three, four spin kicks in a row. And they contact with every spin kick. The other person just stands there and that's the And he's, kick. like, the best. The best there ever was at, at the Kumite. Like, spin kicks, high spin kicks, too. Yep. And, uh... He gets, in, like a, in, he gets oh. in a side-kicking contest with the guy called uh, Paco. He's like, just hit me in the ribs. Yeah, great. I won't oh, bruise. Yeah, yeah you can't hit me. Their rib cage. I know. Uh, yeah, and they go fucking hard on each other's uh, now, now fucking in, livers. In a previous scene, he's, like, shown his sensei shown just whooping on him with big, thick bamboo. Um... So, yeah, maybe he was toughening his body up to take that kind of abuse. I also felt like because of the directing and uh, some of the acting uh, that a lot of the time it felt like someone was videotaping a bad stage play. Pretty much actually every scene. 
It's Which so is true. weird because this guy, this guy's been involved in some serious movies. He's assistant yeah, director on Godfather Two. He's assistant maybe. director on Abyss uh, and uh, Blade Runner. Maybe this guy uh, is a better assistant director. <laughs> yes. Well, it seems like he needs some guidance. Yeah, it definitely seems like that. You know, we we never gave the rundown of the exciting story of this movie, which is about oh yeah yeah soldier Frank Dukes, uh, who gets invited to a uh, the only uh, no contact match in the world. I'm guessing because it's it's in Hong Kong and everyone's so jacked that there's a no contact fighting match. Um, and this is like the best of the best would go there, and there are literally no rules, which doesn't make a ton of sense for later on either. Uh, and so Frank uh, has to go with an unplanned leave of absence, and he runs away from his military superiors to go to Hong Kong and fight in the tournament, and he meets a guy who was in Revenge of the Nerds. Um, his name is Donald Gibb. Uh, and uh, so they form a little bit of a friendship, and uh, Frank has some agents. Are they FBI agents chasing him? Forrest Whitaker? Poor Forrest Whitaker. They're FBI, I guess. I yeah, know. aren't they? Or, or maybe I don't they're. Even know. I don't even remember what they were. They're CIA, <laughs> I think, is what they're supposed to be. Is it? Well, they're so, yeah, I think so. Suits agents, right? Um, they're chasing them down, and <laughs> just all you got to do is defeat their every move, and then they'll be cheering for you in the next scene. Which it's... is easy, as you consider that Jean Claude Van Damme hilariously runs away from them while they're armed with shock uh, and with the tasers how many montages is... are in this movie with cheese fucking not enough if you ask me not enough so there so in the beginning of the movie if you take away <laughs> everybody everybody practicing for the big kumite yeah uh, then, then you just we just meet our main character when he's kicking a bag, yeah. and then uh, someone just comes up to him and says that the colonel wants to see him after I take a shower. Japan, and then he like runs away, and then we get some of the worst flashbacks ever. The the kid who plays Jean Claude Van Damme and his voice I is wasn't going to steal it. It's super interesting. You guys are missing. This is a story about a special needs child that becomes a, a martial arts hero. Why is that? Why come he is played by a special needs kid? That kid's fucking brutal. That kid can't even like. Did you see in the scene where he comes to save his his buddy's life when he finally you know gets his uh, gets on his side and he kicks those two kids' ass? After that, those two kids are getting up off the ground, and it shows young Frank standing there with his dukes up, I guess. He's the least imposing-looking fucking guy. Like, that actor that plays him, like, no, wrong. That's like someone's son or someone who was like, oh, yeah. we, we just need someone in this movie. And then I know that. I know that the blindfold is supposed to set up the ending for when he can't see in the fight. Just the best like, thing the fuck ever. Gets trained, who the fuck gets trained not only to fight with a blindfold on, but also to do tea service with a blindfold on? Okay. That tea service shit looked legit to me. It's like spatial and, awareness and walking around. Like, I could see doing that. But you can't, like, mystery try to hit somebody in the face. Like, Frank <laughs> Dukes would really have no front teeth if that was bad. Yeah, like, what time. about the hundred times before that? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, what, what, what is the, what is the exact purpose of beating him with a stick? <laughs> so that and shit, then, that shit's all real. It the shit pulling him, him in the trees and tearing apart his taint, um, yeah. and beating him with the stick—that shit all happened to the real Frank Dukes. Okay, I I saw online that um, the Frank Dukes guy was very convincing with his stories of what happened, but basically that his entire story was bullshit. That's I heard the part that was bullshit was the seat that he claimed to be a, an undercover CIA guy. Okay. I heard that. I thought that I the story that, of the Kumite shit was legit, is my understanding. I heard, well, I heard that a lot of people do not believe him, and uh, he can't prove he was there, like, out of the country at that time. <laughs> and and uh, so a, a, lot, a lot of people think he's just a con man. He, pro he probably is. None of is. this is real. 
Yeah. But well, I, mean, I mean, who knows? And then it doesn't even matter because then this movie is such an embellishment off top of that where, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme does the splits a ton and always has lip gloss on. Thank God for yeah. that beautiful there too. <laughs> Um, so we also have a little bit of a love interest for Jean-Claude, his reporter yeah, friend. Yeah, she's actually more attractive than I remember her being. Mm. She, she was in uh, she, the Ninja Turtles movie, was she not? I don't this know. Is, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's April O'Neil. Is from it? The, from the old Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, the original? Yeah. I don't think so. Is it? Uh, I'll, I'll see. Leah something? Anyway... Yeah, she uh, she was getting sexually harassed. Like she was basically gonna get raped by some Iranian guys. Yeah, they were like all into raping her, and, and like in the bar, they were like not. They weren't even like hot, trying to hide it. They were just like, she's coming to my room, and those two guys are gonna help her. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then Frank comes over and pulls the old quarter trick. Yeah, the other yeah. thing about it took me a lot. Like he does show the coin afterwards, but it's it's ne- it was never obvious to me that he switched the coins out. Like that's not something I remember about that scene because the coins look so similar, or it's of a denomination coin. Like it might as well have been just a fancy shaped rock, and then he puts another fancy shaped rock in the guy's hand. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened? And then he's like showing the coin, and everyone's like, ah. So I have to deduce. I don't see it happening, but I'm also mostly not all there in the head. So even the real dupes. Sorry, go on, Colin. The brick trick seems unbelievable. That's like, the dim mac. The dim mac is is not is not my. I don't hate that dim mac. I think that's cool. It doesn't make any sense. I know. I know. But that see, that's the kind so of stuff. Things. That's the kind of stuff no. I could accept because because it like could could show you like lead you to believe that Frank is like a special fighter. But then like it's the actual action. A special needs fighter. <laughs> He started that way. The abuse and the scar tissue in his taint area turned him into a normal person. <laughs> a super person. Uh, He's in a, he is in amazing shape in this movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Unbelievable reps. And what about, and <laughs> what about Vince? His buddy. Their buddy. Jackson? Vince? Like, put up your dukes, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that guy couldn't be more of a stereotype. <laughs> I mean, I. Oh. So the thing about this movie, though, and like going back to the Dim Mac, is this is a kung fu movie, right? So you can't watch <laughs> this guess. expecting a cinematic masterpiece. You watch this as a kung fu movie, accepting a few things. One, the acting won't be good. Two, the movie won't be good. Three, <laughs> it's just about kung fu and fight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, and that's really also, this movie. The Go list on. goes. The list goes on because the acting is bad, like you yeah. said. Yeah. But the directing is also bad. But then the writing is bad, and the, the cinematography is bad. is bad too. And the music, the music is the worst. The music's bad. You fight to survive! <laughs> Kumite! Kumite! They, wrote... they actually say Kumite in the song. In the song. You guys Someone are wrong, sirs. For this movie. It, it well, seemed... What was good? Dude, this you is some guy's cousin. <laughs> you, you even said, Brett, the fighting wasn't good, which it wasn't, by the way. But if the fighting isn't good, then what the fuck? There's the nothing fighting... is good. I, so... I'm not calling it, but I am saying that I... Even after watching this movie, I'll fucking watch this movie again. This movie is still one of my favorite movies. I will never watch this again. See, okay, I'm, so here's... I want him to take it off my account and give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, <laughs> I, I wanted to find more appreciate. I see. Look, I the music is like bad. If you look at the music objectively, it's bad music. It, it's like, but it's like hilarious. The, the yeah. rest of the tone of the movie, I, I almost wish was a little more silly to, 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 to have me not stressing about the fact that the Kung Fu by today's standards and, and the fighting is garbage. Like, 
we've seen like through the Star Wars movies it's like the guys are sparring most of the time though I will say like at least they threw in like some of the Muay Thai fighters and made some of the attempt to make some of that stuff look brutal that the, again the Paco guy like when he's throwing knees some of that looks okay um, Paco's a legit uh, Muay Thai champion yeah that's not surprising like that yeah, dude that, that, guy's, that guy's a legit fighter yeah. like these guys are real martial artists it's just unfortunate that like Muay Thai is probably the only legit martial art that takes place in this movie. The thing that I was thinking about was Frank Dukes is probably like a today MMA guy yeah. fighting like a guy that grew up with like some bullshit karate in his hometown. And he's like, thinks having a black belt makes him fucking good. And he's going to use the dim Mac on this guy. And then a guy just punches him in the mouth. And he's like, Oh, I don't fucking really know what's happening now. You know? <laughs> so no wonder frank duke's got like 58 consecutive knockouts there's just a bunch of dudes out there wearing silk pajamas uh, yeah. with like fake fighting skills so he, i still don't even understand what the dim mac is though because like it's a death mac, touch it's it's, it's it's i know it's old kung fu um magic basically like old that, kung fu had all this crazy shit about it the dim mac is one thing it's meant to be like a focused a focused energy like all of your energy is focused into this spot so you're supposed to be able to like explode someone's heart or whatever with the dim mac by like hitting them with them in the chest with your palm or something Brainstone and that's fine but i don't understand how it translates to um him being able to break any brick on a stack of bricks that's what no. i mean is like that, that doesn't make any sense for what it was we're just like I'm gonna do the middle brick, and then they're like, "No, you do the bottom brick." And it's like, "Okay," and it's like, "Well, why the fuck can it do that?" But wasn't how it... is that like fucking? It doesn't fucking make any like nothing in this fucking movie makes. Wasn't it kind of cool? Wasn't it kind of cool though when he blew that that brick up? It was kind of cool. It's fucking cool. Think about you just like you watch all these superhero movies, and you're upset because a kung fu guy could blow the bottom brick out. Just like a little suspension <laughs> of disbelief once in a while. Well, I, don't a like super, I don't like most superhero movies either. Yeah, that is so true. why would I like You like that the first true. Iron Man? See, yeah, the, the first. Iron that guy, Man, that guy fashioned a suit out of a cave. Yeah, but they made it believable because of the writing and the directing. They, this fucking movie has none of that. This was in the 80s before we had those things. <laughs> and like, even like the competition and like, oh my god I mean the fucking ending is the worst where like they kept cutting the way to shots of the fucking agents and her cheering for him they reused some of those shots like two or three times they didn't have enough footage this movie's like like a 90 minutes long and I wanted to fast forward it five minutes in that's fucking crazy. This movie feels like something where a group of people who were like were nowhere near the top of their game in their field, just a group of people <laughs> got like they they wing someone into some money and they were like, "Let's do this." And look at this guy who we got to star on. They're like, "Fucking all right." And then they did it and like they tr I feel like they tried really hard. The acting is atrociously bad. <laughs> in this movie oh, yeah. every step of the way but it's so the like it's to the point now where i've seen this movie so many times that it's it's just like kicking a dead dog if i go beating up on it like i i realized a long time ago that the movie like was awful awful it's, so i, I just kind of have fun with it once in a while and it, it's more that as i'm watching it i'm like i remember watching this like when i was like super young with my brother and that was freaking awesome or like i watched this with my buddies or we like got drunk and like fell asleep watching this because this is the movie you just have in the background and once in a while look over and see the chalk in the eyes eye wiping screaming in slow motion that was crazy i don't remember him <laughs> screaming like that oh yeah he loses <laughs> his shit Scream bloody murder yeah it's so bad well, the thing is that's the thing to me that's less believable than that bottom brick blowing out is thinking that you could put a pill in that sweaty guy's belt and have him fight for a while and then still have a dry pill to crush and throw in someone's eyes. That thing, he would have crushed it up and it would be like little putty in his finger and he'd throw it and it'd just be like 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 15 little spackles would hit Jean-Claude's chest and he'd be like, the fuck is this? And he'd be like, Adderall. And then he'd fucking poke him in the eyes. That's what would really happen. Oh my god! Yeah, that that was cr no one saw the chalk, the obvious white cloud, <laughs> flying in Van Damme's face after a jerky movement by none other than Mister Peck's Bolo Young, 
the most ripped Korean you ever did see. Damn, that dude son. is fucking awesome. I love him. He is ripped as all get out, man. Fucking crazy. That guy's pecs literally go from the from his shoulders to like where most people's <laughs> belly buttons would be. He's got the longest tits in men history. And he doesn't mind f- fucking flexing them left, right, left, right for everybody. He's like, I'm ready Jesus. to go here, flexy, flexy. Somebody put calf muscles on that guy's chest. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. But his character... Also, oh, go ahead, man. Go. Jackson's character is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Jackson could, like, take down Chung Lee also makes no sense. He's the worst fighter in the whole bunch. Yeah. He's literally no skill. Anybody. No, he's just no, a, he's he's just just a like brawler. He's a heavy bag a bunch. How does he get invited to, to Hong Kong? Like, And he's, he's almost uh, talking no. like he's been there before, but he hasn't. Like he knows everything no. or he's, he's done interviews or it, I talked to a bunch of people who've been there. He like knew stories about the guy who died the year before and the fucking like, so Chung Lee after he's won fights, harms people, breaks one guy's leg. Um, like yeah. after he's won the fight and then the other guy, I can't, I can't tell if it's his punch or the kind of sideways slide my hands off your head and let your head fall down to the ground move what yeah, he doesn't really do anything but either way that was murder so everyone's just like uh and then bolo is bolo's like i ain't having none of that i'm chung lee you gotta like bow your head to nothing i'm killing everybody chung lee loves the attention you are next you are you break my record i break your face <laughs> <laughs> yeah chung lee's the best He's a good How bad guy. I can speak English. Yeah, everybody speaks English <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, but super even, weird. Even Chung Lee and his coach, they're like, soon we go to Hong Kong. And it's like, you wouldn't be saying that in English. You'd be saying it in Korean, man. Also, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, you might want to go back and look. I think, I, well, I'm 100% sure that the young Jean-Claude Van Damme's character's voice is dubbed. It's not what the, the kid's voice who's speaking. It's not his real voice. It's been dubbed over. Right. And because I think it's Jean-Claude Van Damme doing the kid's voice. <laughs> oh, maybe. I think, think the that's... real kid's voice was just a collection of moans and clicks. <laughs> so they had to put vo- verbal <laughs> fucking words over top. But that they had such a fucking down. beat puppet. They had to make it sound like Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I think they had him dub over the kid's voice. That's interesting. I don't so, know about there's that. A, there's a ton of dubbing in this oh, movie. Oh, there's a ton. There's a ton. Um, there's so much that it's the, like the Colonel, a Jackie Chan movie. The Colonel or whatever, when the guy goes to report that Dukes has run away, that entire guy's shit is, is so badly overdubbed. That's like, all dubbed. Are you kidding? Yeah, there's got to be dubbed. hell to pay. It's like, it's nasty bad. Um, So one thing I noticed this time around that seemed a little bit more prominent is that it's obvious that uh, his Shidoshi um, only brought Frank in to be a punching bag for his younger son. hundred percent. I forget his son's some... name, uh, whatever his name is. Okay, but but just before you get into red, so then later on, uh, Van Dam is like, oh, he, this guy died in a car accident or some random shit. He's like, now you train me, and he's like, I'm ready. And Van Dam's much older at this point, but obviously still training with the old man because he's so disappointed that he won't be getting the training anymore. Um, yeah. and then when Van Damme gets, starts to get his training, it's obvious he's dog shit. So the old man has been using Van Damme as a punching bag for like a decade and hasn't taught him anything. He had zero chops when they started his training. He admits that though, cause he admits it. He learned fucking nothing. No. And he like, like he a... didn't even observe a little skill. No, nothing. He was like, he was useless. Like throw a bad te- uh, uh, telegraph punch and then just be like, stand there and be like, Ooh, uh. okay. Okay. That is something that I did want to address. Jean-Claude Van Damme fucking telegraphs every uh, move he makes every time. Like if he's going to punch, he's like, here's a punch. Yeah. Here's a kick. <laughs> Big setup for my swing kick. Yeah. Like, no one would get hit with this shit. Not you, me, not Colin, not anybody, not a blind kid, because he is fucking telegraphing these movements so much. Yeah. Also, somehow, uh, kid Jean-Claude 
uh, kid Frank Dukes is tougher than the kid that's been training all his life by Tanaka. Yeah. And those bullies beat him up, and then Frank saves him. Yeah. How? How dog shit is the Tanaka kid? He was going to bring he, more shame to the household. Yeah, and Thank was God like, he died. Yeah, it was like he was going to go fight Shing- Shingo or something like that was his name. Let's call him Shingle. Shingle was Shingle, uh, Shingle was going to uh, go fight in the Kumite and make his Dude. father proud. And then he was like, nah, nah. I nah. think his dad killed him to avoid more disgrace. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought it weird that, like, for, I don't know, maybe it wasn't 10 years, but for many, many years, uh, Tanaka... Like he he was like you don't look like Tanaka you're not getting trained like Tanaka punching bag for a long time so that was disappointing I thought maybe you know he would have been training Frankie Boy along the way but he wasn't bad Tanaka so oh, you want to get trained rip your dick off the Kumite's every five years which is horrible for fighters because you might only do like two Kumite's like otherwise you'd be getting too old for that right. And then what are they doing yeah. in between? Like, there's no other full contact, so they, they do their light sparring tournament fighting and then once a year go to kick each other's faces in? Probably satellite kumites. Satellite kumites, street fights. That's where Jackson get trained up, for sure. He's a street fighter. Can anybody fighter. look for it sure. up to see if, if the kumite is actually real and exists? Uh, it's better left. Better I'm left looking it up now. You don't want to know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's know. probably based on something. This is this movie oh. being shot in um, the city it was shot in. Um, it was like one of the last movies to shoot there before they uh, ripped her down. Closed it off and ripped her down. Isn't that interesting? Um, that special? So yeah, the whole, the whole romantic story between Van Damme and, and the reporter, like, I don't know... She's she's a reporter. He definitely should be picking up that she's willing to drop a little strange for him uh, if he gives up the goods on the kumite. And then he doesn't turn her down, you'll notice, until after he bangs her. Nice job. And then the next time he sees her, she's like dressed up like a lady of the night to accompany one of the guys who gambles a lot at the blood sport events. Plus... So he gets up and he apparently goes right to the kumite and they're like, you're late. He's always late. Everywhere he goes, he's late. The, uh, the He gets uh, hung up in the hallway at the very end before he kicks two cops and deals with the FBI guys or whatever they are. Um, that takes all of 30 seconds, and then he walks in the door, and they're like, we almost disqualified you. Like, why wouldn't Frank be showing up like an hour or two before his matches? I ask you. I need answers to these yeah. questions. Apparently, yes, you can attend the competition called the Kumite, but it won't look anything like what was depicted in Bloodsport. The idea that the best martial artists are invited to some top-secret contact fighting is is not real. Yeah. Okay, so here's what the Kumite is. The Kumite is not a bracket contest. It's an endurance test developed by the founder of Kyokushin Karate, which is a legit karate, by the way for anyone who doesn't know, who had finally figured out a legal way to murder his students. That is hyperbole, not the real statement. The real thing is, the real challenge pits one man against 100 equally skilled martial artists. He fights each one consecutively in two-minute full-contact sparring matches. After each round, the challenger gets a quick 60-second break before fighting a new, fresh opponent. The main object is to defeat at least half of your opponents, preferably by knocking them out. The other object, try not to get fucked up. Wow. So not a bracket-style contest at all. Basically just like an endurance fight competition. And I'm sure, which is how UFC and shit used to be. I think. Yeah, it, it used is to be like, like uh, one-day tournaments. Yeah, right? yeah, but then they still not like, bracket style again. You couldn't like Van Dam like goes double splits and then punches a guy in the dick. There's no rules against that. Like if you the first time I you'd see that happening if you were like somehow knew about the Kumite and you saw that that shit went down, the dirtiest fighters like the bronze of of Game of Thrones fame like style fighters like the stab you in the groin the minute you're not looking kind of douchebag fighting that would reign supreme you'd have guys like in perfect form and they just get stabbed and be like no rules yeah my ex-girlfriend would be kumite champion 
didn't uh, didn't they used to let you punch in the balls in UFC when it started out? Yeah, yeah, because one guy won a fight back in the early, like in the pre, like one to ten region. There was a guy who beat the fuck out of this guy's sack until the guy couldn't continue. Mm. Yeah, but they also I used to it. allow um, head stomps and all the rest of that shit. Which I'm for. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chung Lee head stomps Jackson with the intent of murdering him too. So I don't, yeah. not, there's not enough like there's not enough security. You can't just allow people to murder like that and have me believe in it. Um So based on what Brent just read though, so the Kumite was bullshit and Dukes is full of shit, correct? Yeah. I um, mean, what do I know? I read a cracked article and all of a sudden I can discredit someone's fucking story. What do I like are we really? I don't know. Maybe it's well, but maybe. apparently, from what I'm reading, nobody believes this guy. Oh no, probably he's full of shit. Yeah. Because also think about the fact that he's like this white dude who trained when he was like fucking started training when he was 20, and uh, became better than all of these like born bred fucking killers. Yeah. Like that guy with Muay Thai. Muay Thai is one of the deadliest martial arts ever. These fucking elbows and knees, like a lot of other martial arts, can't can't um, use that shit that effectively. Yeah, some of the Dude, guys, some guy of the guys wear geese. Some of the guys wear geese, and some don't. Like you wouldn't wear geese in that in that kind of fighting. You'd want, Jean Claude's like, first fucking fight looks like he's wearing a full on heavy um, bathrobe. Yeah, and he does not until some guy like grabs it and rips it that he throws it down before he insanely quickly takes out the the rapist. The budget of this movie was $1.5 million. But it, and this is in 1988, and it made $11 million. I got to say, the budget to me looked like it was about $50. Bucks. Um, it was fucking... Hey, this movie's got good. Forrest Whitaker in it. Yeah. That's got to yeah. be worth a little salary. It's got Forrest Whitaker in it, who like does Keystone Cops falls into the river with some fucking white dude. That old dude that, obviously throws himself in the river too. That's the worst fall ever. Yeah. And when, at, like, once again at the end, those guys are like his biggest fans, and that shit is awful. Yeah, like the whole the whole situation of Van Dam being like, why did if he was training so hard with Tanaka, why was he also in the army, and when did he make that decision? At what point in his training did he did he want to do that? And then like. He's obvious. He is insanely sub- insubordinate. Like you got to know what the Kumite schedule is, don't you? Like you don't know that on your second year of service of a five-year mandatory term, you're going to be invited to the Kumite and you might become a deserter, which is punishable by who knows what the hell. I don't even know what military outfit he was part of. It's never said. Well, he was on on furlough. They said they said he's on going on furlough. Right, but they didn't want him to fight. They don't want him to fight. They never explain why. It's just important that he doesn't get fucked up. <laughs> it's too dangerous. You're too important. After I take a shower. Yeah, they did say he was super important for some fucking reason. Yeah, they never explain why he can't fight or why he's important. It's just that he must be like like Weapon X for the military. Is this Maybe. his first movie? Yeah, I believe so. Is it? Because like... He got some big budget movies after this, like Time Cops got a huge budget, and uh, what's that other one where he, him, and Dolph Lundgren are in it? Universal Soldier. That had a huge budget. Even like uh, Hard Target, and uh, he did a hockey one where there's a bomb in a hockey stadium. Um, I can't remember what it was called. He's thinking it was about Last Voice. No, it's it's uh... no. It's one of the. It's his movie. He plays a fire chief. Yeah, sudden and, death. Uh, it's sudden and death. During the sudden death, and yeah. it's during the Stanley Cup playoffs, and someone puts a bomb in a hockey stadium. It's <laughs> fucking garbage. Yeah, Bob anyway. Van Dam did a string of movies there around this time. Like every year, he was coming out with one or two movies. Oh, at least. He was in a video game movie too, and he was in a movie with a basketball player, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis baby. Robin, Double Impact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, like we we should try and do some of his that might hold up. Like okay, so we talk? should tell the audience too that now 
while we are in quarantine, um, we we don't want to do great movies because we don't have great audio and we're not face to face where the chemistry is probably a little bit better. So we're just going to fucking unburden here with a little string of uh, dog shit. Yeah, I think uh, well, Steven not, Seagal and Jean-Claude. We're doing Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I think we should try and do some of their better stuff because maybe something oh, yeah. in there will I want to try up. the best so, of the best for them. I, I, so I'm, my brother my, my brother's begging us to do Out for Justice because he says Out for Justice is Seagal's best. Well, Seagal does have some that people claim are legit movies still. Right. And I can't recall it. I fucking can't remember. I don't recall. Uh, I recall all the Seagal movies, but they all become one movie to me. I know. Same that's as that's how John I am Club too. I've even, I don't recall which is which is which. I think we, we should do Out for Justice for sure. And then we should also do Under Siege because that's by far his biggest budget movie. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones is also in that as the bad guy. Yeah. So... So I mean that's a legit movie movie. But I want to do uh, I want to do Time Cop for for Van Damme and I want to do the, wanna... the other one where the people are being hunted Hard Target. Hard Target. Yeah, yeah. those two for sure cuz those should be his best two movies. Yeah. I think that the best budget and probably the most successful. Have you guys um, seen but... JCVD? No, I Because I had heard that that was good. Okay, so here's yeah. a, let, while we're while we're self isolating, then let's let's go on with the pile of shit that these guys got famous for. We'll give it a rundown. You know, maybe we can. Uh, I don't know if our episodes are going to be quite as long as normal because there might not be a lot of insight, just a lot of laughing. Um, but then when this wraps up and we get back to normal, if there's actually something that's supposed to be good, then let's let's watch JCVD. I've heard good things about it too, and. Uh, I did, and the thing is, uh, while Seagal is, like, by all accounts, a piece of shit human, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme seems to be a pretty decent guy. Yeah. Yeah. I also think we could do Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. And we could do, like, we could do, like, one action Schwarzenegger, or we could do one comedy. So we could either do a <laughs> Twins, or we could do Kindergarten Cop. Or you could do both those. What about the Christmas and, uh, one? Santa's on the way or whatever the fuck. No, you no. It's gotta be the best <laughs> you gotta do Kindergarten Cop or Twins. And then for his action movie, we should do something Commando? that's like... Commando. Maybe. I was thinking Commando. Ooh. That's a good choice. Uh, Commando or... Commando is horrible. Yeah. and yeah, Okay, well, maybe not Probably. that. Well, a racer. A racer. What about Predator? Uh, Predator. Yeah. See, that's th a great idea. There, if you go with his best, he's gonna actually have good movies, like like Predator. I believe that would hold up. Well, we should well, do an action. We should do an action movie. Uh, period. Because we got Jean Claude Van Damme, Seagal. We do Schwarzenegger. We could do some Stallone. Um, yeah. There are some newer, more current guys like uh, Statham and stuff like that. We can get in there. I mean, I don't know how long right. we're self-isolating, but these are all things we could do. We could do well, just a little period here. Six weeks, so that's why I figure if we do like, you know, we do six movies, we take two of Van Damme, two of Seagal, two of Schwarzenegger, that should like yeah. do us right. All right well, I it, just want to do a Schwarzenegger comedy, and I think fine. Kindergarten Cop. That's fine. I think Cop Last Action Hero. Kindergarten yeah, Cop used to be good. I think, does bad. everyone here think that Kindergarten Cop was good when they were younger? Yes. I was never, that's never my movie. I that's thought, not my go-to. But if you guys no, want to do I'm it, just, I'll do it. I'm just saying, did you think Kindergarten Cop was good? I mean, it's it's like I say, it's not my movie. That was never a movie that I was crazy about. It's not the Kuma. Oh. Um, it's not the Kuma. Okay. I say if we do it, I say if we do a comedy, we do Twins. All right. Well, that's why I suggested twins. <laughs> uh, oh my I'd god! What is the we background story then. of twins? I don't know if either of you could tell me right now what the the background. Yes, I do. Let's not talk about it. No, let's all right, not talk all right, about all right, it. all right. I want to do twins and kindergarten cop. And <laughs> I'm fine making I really those two. Because okay. I think kindergarten cop will turn Brent around on that because he has a kid now, and I feel like this will turn him around. All right. All right, so we got our six. We'll we'll be rolling those over the next couple of weeks. Uh, while we wait for that, 
let's see. Um, anybody want to take a shot at Bloodsport? Summon up their experience. Colin, why don't you go Colin, first? Colin, I think you're up. It doesn't hold up. It's a giant piece of fucking shit. <laughs> it's like one of the worst movies I've seen recently. And I wanted to fast forward it. And I, I, I really, really wanted to fast forward it most of the time. <laughs> but I did not fast forward. I watched the whole thing through. And it was very un- unpleasing. And I would not recommend that anyone do it. So do you know what's funny about that? I read a review um, talking about how Donald Trump watched this movie on a plane, but he had his kid fast forward through all the boring dialogue scenes and just play the fight scenes. And afterwards, he declared it his favorite action movie. Yeah, I would have liked to have fast forwarded the action scenes too. But anyway, uh, I was just like fast forward the whole thing. Johnny? Oh, man. Uh, Brent, or whoever wants Brent, to go. Go, Brent. go, Johnny. All right, all right. Go, Johnny, no. you. Okay, okay. Um, so I, th- th- this movie carries such soft places, like special places in my heart, and that, that part of viewing this movie was not lost. Um, I, I like smile more than I am like fast forwarding. Like I, 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 I kind of wanted to fast forward through the street chase scene. And it it's not the scene's ridiculous, but then the fact that Van Damme's like running twenty feet and then stopping to lean against a bookshelf or whatever and posing and then like nodding to a camera that's not there and running on, like that that adds to the strangeness of his character in an unpleasing way. Um He's just yeah, I, I his character doesn't make much sense. Van like the acting's atrocious. The music makes it more funny, which is not a compliment. Um, and the action doesn't really hold up anymore, especially now that people are more savvy to mixed martial arts and have seen full contact fights. Like the stats they show at the end about Dukes and the records he holds for most knockouts. Like if, if full contact fighting wasn't regularly practiced, I could see how a skilled guy could like one punch knockout a bunch of people who weren't prepared for that. But it doesn't it doesn't lead itself to me to think like how great these fights must have been, uh, and because the kung fu is kind of shit, it, it it is fun. It said he got fifty six knockouts in one tournament. Yeah, but I don't even think those stats can be real. I I don't it, like then it says fastest fastest punch point one three seconds fastest kick seventy five miles an hour, and I'm like, what the hell? You can't use you can't say. My fist is this fast and go in one unit of measurement and then say my foot is this fast in a completely different Thank unit you of measurement. That up. What that the hell? Me to no end. Yeah, I was like, that, that, that's, me too. that's bullshit. So uh, this movie does not hold up, uh, but I will watch it again probably in a year or so. And just, it, again, it's more about the fond memories that this brings up and the fact that I can do the you are next line and laugh my butt <laughs> off because I just think then I get this mind flash of Bolo Young with his giant pecs flexing in my face or, or the angle of him when he's looking down at Jackson with his crazy smile shaking his head after he stomped his head in it's fucking hilarious uh, and not because it's meaning to that's why it doesn't hold up but enjoy the shit out of this movie Brent Bolo Young and Brock Lesnar are probably the only two men in history that could tit-fuck a guy to completion. <laughs> it's fucking impressive. The bodies in this movie are super impressive. Primarily Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bolo Young. Um, and that little monkey guy. I like him a lot. The movie, no, clearly the movie doesn't hold up, but it does hold a super special place in my heart. And I loved watching it this time, just like I loved watching it before. And I know it's dog shit. And I feel like I've always known it's dog shit. Yeah. Um, except when I was young and I was like, think it was badass because I didn't fucking have any clue or exposure to the world. But um, yeah, I mean, what am I going to fucking add to this movie? It's it's not good. It's not going to be good in 20 more years. Like you're not going to come around and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, we really missed it. <laughs> um <laughs> It's bad. The acting's bad. The music is especially bad. It's laughably bad. It's so bad. But they say Kumite that- in the song, and someone put a lot of effort into it. That's what I mean. It feels like someone put tons of effort into this and a lot of love. For the yes. budget they had, like, I don't know. It seems like like the fight scenes should have been a lot better, but I think they, they at least tried something. I don't know. Like, this, this is the equivalent to some of the young up-and-coming artists we're seeing on YouTube right now. 
putting There's out like... There's a part in the movie when he's fighting uh, Chung Lee where Chung Lee jumps at him and rolls <laughs> and he jumps and does the splits. What was Chung Lee's move going to be? To hot grab his ankle? One of the what cops, was that? One of the cops in the hallway, the dingy hallway to the arena at the end that comes at Van Damme does the old arms over my head run at you move like what is he gonna do hug him <laughs> around the head and like oh is he scaring him no wonder he got the crap what? kicked out of him yeah one of the dumbest things in this movie is that that reporter goes to hong kong and this is 88 let's imagine that the movie takes place in 78 75 or something like that i think it was 75 to 80 that frank dukes is apparently uh yeah. allegedly doing this yeah so let's say 77, 78, what's the population of Hong Kong? Lots. Gigantic. Yeah. She's in a hotel talking to two random Asian people saying, I know you're here for the Kumite. How about picking on the white guys that are obviously standing out? You pick two Chinese guys in a Chinese city, and you're like, you guys must be here for Kumite. They say That's racist. They, yeah, <laughs> it, that is highly racist. And they also say that um, the triads are letting them put the tournament on. So it's also like heavy gang territory too, where you don't just, a white girl doesn't just walk around in Hong Kong at a nice hotel bar talking about illegal fighting matches. Like that, that yeah, kind of stuff will get you Yeah, some super polished white chick with a blonde jerry curl? What the fuck is she doing there? Duke's my man. this fucking movie man. i love this fucking movie so much uh, yeah those stats uh, sound like someone he completely made those up someone asked him on the spot and he like just randomly made shit up hey frank how fast you punch are... man oh a tenth a second what <laughs> yeah and i kick what? at 75 miles an hour what? <laughs> what does that mean? Don't get lost in the details, okay? I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's bad. Um, now, I... because I find this movie like funny, if I ran into someone who I knew kind of liked MMA and action movies, I would probably say this is a fun way to to kill ninety minutes. Like I'd I'd be like have a laugh and watch this. This was like once one of the pinnacles of action movies. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I get the sense that Colin seriously, I think it's enjoyable. Yeah, that's I get the sense what that it, it, like offended Colin in a in a bad way. What yeah, because Colin, me, Colin is a man of of absolute taste, and Colin is something insulting to me is that there's movies that are better than this that I can't find on digital. That that are just you just cannot rent or buy or find, but this somehow fucking made it. <laughs> How's the Burbs with Tom Hanks? The Burbs with Tom Hanks and Corey Feldman not able to rent, but I can rent this. <laughs> How the fuck is that possible? You mentioned That's Feldman over Bruce Stern. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Dern. I mean, that, that movie's packed. Uh, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah. Is in that movie. Oh, yeah. I, I, I still can't rent True Lies. Yeah. Directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, directed by James Cameron. I can't get that. Jimmy JoJo but Cameron. Bloodsport. Shout out. Yeah, it's weird, hey? Bloodsport. But, uh, what the fuck? This, uh, it's got to be all licensing shit. It like, is you don't know. Garbage. Garbage. Just it's give crazy. us the It's just movies. crazy to me how that works. And I oh. think True Romance was another one I can't get. Yeah, I think like, you're right about that. Yeah, it's There's it's so many it's great movies that, and then we get to fucking get this, and it was four ninety nine. How is this four ninety nine too? Yeah, that I'm whole so paying that sick. price to rent fucking digital movies. Fuck you. Like back in yeah, the day, yeah. you used to be able to go to the corner store, pay like a dollar ninety nine, two ninety nine for a new rental. Uh, and yeah. then Blockbuster came well, along new, and fucked that whole thing, and now five bucks well, for a rental. Day. Kiss my well, ass. Well, even at Block, even at Blockbuster, though, you pay like a premium for the new movies, and then you could rent a, the older movies for like less. So like it'll be two ninety nine or one ninety nine, and then a brand new movie was like five ninety nine. Like fuck digital. Yeah. Like yeah. Should, they should have the same thing. 
They're, they're now they're starting to like put up new new titles in the libraries for everyone in COVID, proving that they could have been doing it all along, but they don't because they're dicks yeah. holding it back. Fucking this movie would have cost fourteen ninety nine to buy. Yeah, raw. That's raw. How the fuck is that? So yeah. what I have and it's not been know, retouched either. No, <laughs> and what I so what I have been doing is I've been noticing on some of the newer movies they'll do sales. So, like, they'll say, went this movie, like, that came out two weeks ago for 99 cents. So, what I have been doing is, because a lot of movies I want to watch, but I, I haven't rented yet, I will rent them at the 99 price and get them for a month. So, I've been saving money that way, but, like, um, that's, like, the only thing I've seen them do where they just do a special deal. Because I, I think a movie has been out for two weeks and it's starting to lose popularity, so they try and are... They're trying to, you could have rented you know, it for 99 cents. Yeah, and then you get it for a month. So, like, I rented, uh, wow. what was it? The, I rented that I rented for 99 cents, and then I sat on it for a couple. Oh, um, I can't fucking remember. I rented, like, two movies for 99 cents, and then watched them, like, two or three weeks later when I, I just left them on my queue. But I didn't have to pay full price. But otherwise, like, I can't believe this movie was five bucks. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a 1988 movie. That nobody gives a fuck about to be like ninety nine cents. Yeah. I, I would pay ninety nine cents for this. I would have bought it <laughs> if it was if it was if it was for rent for ninety nine cents or for sale for four ninety nine. I would have bought yeah. it. Yeah, I would have bought it for the four ninety nine just like, to have think, it. Think about that. I know I'll watch it again. Yeah, and think about that. Like this is the world of like streaming stuff. Like you don't need to shouldn't need to physically own digital media at this point. Like. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, we'll just, I'll just pay you a flat fee and then let me stream your fucking library. The fact that they're holding it back, the fact that some of the telecoms are now like, oh, we're unthrottling some of the services. Like, obviously, you could have given people a faster internet experience, but you don't uh, because you just make more money by offering these false tiered plans. Fuck you. It's, Fuck it's you funny all. That you You're say all that, this is it's, all going to change. It's funny that you say that because, um, because I think everybody I know, and I, I don't know about you two guys, has a music streaming subscription now to something. Do you, I, I know I do. Do yeah, you guys have yes. that? Yeah, 10 bucks Spotify. a month. Yeah, and so Brent just got the Xbox game thing. What is it game called, Pass. Brent? Game Pass. How much was it? Well, it was 99 cents for the trial month, right? They give yeah, you a month for 99 cents, and then it goes to like 16 bucks. A month. We. Yeah, but the, but the catalog of games every, is but, huge, yeah. and you can download them and play them. So I just downloaded a game called Outer Worlds, which is released within like the last year, a massive role-playing yeah, game. Yeah, 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 it's like the Fallout series, yeah. It's a so game. anyway, yeah, I yeah. feel like movies is probably going, like, obviously you already have subscriptions like for Disney and stuff. So I feel like pretty much everything's going to be that eventually anyway. You're not going to be able to rent or buy movies anymore. It's all going to be subscription. The only problem is, is you're gonna have to have like fucking six subscriptions, and it's gonna yeah, be like back to cable, cable fee again. Thanks so much so for back to cable. Well, the the other interesting thing is uh, what's gonna happen to movie theaters. Like, there are always gonna be people who like to go see movies in theaters, but considering what everyone's going through now, and the fact that they're making it obvious that they could be streaming these brand new releases to your home now um, is going to wake a lot of people up because they used to force you to go to the theater so that you support the whole theater model and the crazy expensive popcorn and pop because it's not profitable just to show movies anymore. you got to sell your concessions at 9,000% markup or some bullshit, and people accept it. Uh, this is one thing. Well, that's, I why I think, that's why I think this is the death of them. Yeah, because... that, that's what I was going to get to is that if it doesn't take them out completely – their viewership just went down like 30, 40% maybe. It, it won't be enough to keep these places open. It was already down before and, this happened. Yeah, and the reason why the concessions is as expensive as it is is because the studios hog the ticket prices. So I've, I've heard, I have to look it up, but it was some obscene 70 or 80% goes to the studios and the theater only gets a meager portion of the viewings. So they ha make, have to make the majority of their money on concessions. Yeah. So I think with that model, once the studios see that all these people are just renting these movies from home, I think it, this really will be 
yeah, the beginning of the death of cinema and theaters for sure. Yeah, I, I think 100%. And um, they're just going to partner with existing streaming services or they're going to create their own, you know, the the Disney Theater Plus. It'd be, you know, 15 bucks a month, but you get every release as it comes out. Like time yeah, is so yeah. irrelevant when you go to digital because there used to be the, the, the prints they make and the time to get to the theater and setting it up and, and getting them delivered. Now it's just like, boom, it's done. As soon as the movie is wrapped, you can get it out. The smart thing, though, is if you're if if people are smart out there, they'll do a niche thing. Like I've been to a lot of cities recently where um, in the U.S. where you can get like a hot meal and a, you can drink beer and stuff. That's already happening at the massive theater. Yeah. But like I think that's what theaters will become is there'll be these little niche dinner and a movie things that you can go to and you you can either stay home or you can go out and do this with a date or the family yeah like that's what it's gonna have to be that i, th- I think the same just a movie yeah i yeah, think, I think like, the same the I, I think take the space that the whole cinema takes up and instead create a bunch of rooms and on, on like two levels and you'd have rooms for two all the way up to rooms for 10 or more i don't know whatever and you just get together with that amount of people and there's just the most ridiculously comfortable furniture great sound system great 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 viewing screen it doesn't have to be movie theater big but it can be like bigger than any tv you'd put in your house and you'd have, you have cocktails yeah cocktails and food hot, like hot meal yeah pause the movie like do whatever and just like you get it for an evening maybe throw like a couple of video game screens and consoles in depending on the size of the room like just get down with whatever you want to get down on including brand new movie releases like people the whole experience of going out for dinner in a movie it's like something people do as a date there they'll be the last people going to the theater but i think as, a, as another option what i just described would be far I, I would much rather do that yeah me too yeah all right take note cineplex and everybody else your days are numbered. You're the new blockbuster. Sorry to hear that. Well, that's why I was wondering why everyone was saying buy Cineplex stock. I was, I was going to say, why would you sell the Cineplex stock? Yeah, but never. everyone's saying buy it. Balance sheet. No, you know what? They'll probably turn to a streaming model and, uh, and, and make good money. So maybe now is the time. Depends on how fast they can pivot here. They either make a deal that makes them more money or uh, they, they get out. Well, they, they pivoted pretty quickly. If you're looking on iTunes, if you're looking on iTunes, you can you can rent a lot of the movies in the theater right now. For it's twenty bucks yep. to rent it, but if you have two people over, it's like fucking nothing, right? It's twenty bucks to take myself there, anyways. So fucking yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, with gas and everything else, and then food and shit. Yeah, not yeah. even gas. You're it's right. like fucking it's fifteen bucks just for the fucking ticket. If I yeah, buy that right. and a small yeah. popcorn, I'm like twenty two bucks. You know, yeah, this, this, this way, though, they can, like, do the movie release. You pay your 20 bucks to watch it the first time, and if it starts bombing, they start dropping the price until more people watch it. Like, it'll make them more money in the long run. It'll get the movie more views. And, and like I said, the, the timing of the release is now completely irrelevant. Well, and that's what they're going to see from this model. I mean, this model is going to change a lot of industries. Oh, yeah. It's going to change, like... Like things that we're not even thinking about right now, but like it's already changing even my company and stuff. My company used to be kind of standoffish of people working from home, and they wanted people to come in the office, and and that that whole model is going to change. It's already being talked about in my company. Like, I'll see. There's no it. reason for me to go in five days a week. It's silly for me to have to get up early, get on the bus. I take the train, yeah. come back on the train. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. So watch for that change yeah. coming up right away. All right. Good rambling, boys. Uh, another good kind of virtual event. Um, we don't love doing it like this for you folks out there, but it's the best we got right now. We hope everybody's staying. I miss you guys. Staying healthy, miss staying safe. You. We really... I need, I need human touch. We had a couple of milestones, by the way. 10,000 downloads and... Uh, this is our hundredth episode. What a great hundredth episode! Crazy oh, blockbuster yeah. of cinema. Crazy a historical no. drama, brought to you by one of the greatest actors and directors ever in history. That's right. There is an Oscar winner in this movie. That stands for something. That does a stand for something. something. So this got someone's career going in the right direction, and then John Claude Van Damme made a shitload of money after this. So. 
So good for everybody involved. Um, we hope everybody is safe and healthy out there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time, everybody, for some more garbage movies. Enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.